Okay. Mainline coil. Artificial line coil. New armature lever. Separate batteries, supplementaries. All new contrivances. It's the 11th Street Telegram, your premier anachronistic news and entertainment program, coming to you from the offices of the 11th Street Telegraph Agency. Blazanov then will speak in high voice. Keep speaking on in your low voice while Blazanov at the same time speaks highly. This From is this point on, I shall speak in a and recorded elsewhere by instruments with appropriate sensitivities. Hey, it's the 11th Street Telegram or something. <laughs> Bill and I, I forget why Bill and I named named this podcast that. I think it had something to do with where we lived. But I don't think we lived on 11th Street. And I think we were like, let's call it 11th Street because we sort of live off of 11th Street back when we lived in Gainesville. Yeah, the 11th Street Telegram. Um, yeah. And then I think there was a Minneapolis um designation when you moved up there i, I, I don't remember it. it i changed it and it was dumb and i shouldn't have changed it so now it's back and i feel like it, it, if it's a dumb name it, it's just going to be the dumb name forever for our five that's that's i mean that's fine I, there are a lot of podcasts uh that people have lamented uh naming it a certain thing and they've gotten to a level of success where they're like oh god i wish i could change it but what's the point you know <laughs> yeah and and at this point it, like all of these things are becoming like um aol screen names it's like yeah <laughs> every cool combination of word for either a band or a podcast has already been taken i like i'll, I'll come up with these band names and i'm like oh if i wanted to start a band i would do I, oh I, I would name it wh whatever uh i wanted to name i i thought blurry dog that would be a cool name blurry dog's a cool name and it's obviously been taken by like fifty thousand <sighs> bands at this point that uh that reminds me of uh, there's that episode of futurama where they find those um that those weird little like crunchy treats on that planet that turn out to be babies from a, another species and they're they're eating them like popcorn shrimp but they they go to the computer and they're like well because they're trying to name it so they can sell it. And they're like, well, the only name that hasn't been used is Poplars. Uh, so they're like, I guess we're calling them that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <And> like, so, <laughs> now, now I think, you know, it's in Dinosaur Jr. Was, was sort of like the beginnings of that, right? Like they named themselves Dinosaur. And then that other band mm -hmm. that nobody remembers named Dinosaur was like, you can't call yourselves that. So they were like, Junior. Junior, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. So mm -hmm. uh, I feel like, bands are gonna have like it's gonna be like aol screen names it's gonna be like oh did you go see uh crunchy poplar eight five three six nine two oh or yeah you know uh, like like usernames on tiktok it'll just be like user underscore and then like 47 digits yeah <laughs> yep it's like yeah yeah um for sure uh 
So I don't know. Let's we can just talk about what, what we've been watching. So what talk are, what about some been... Oscar stuff? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, the Oscar. I'm looking forward to it. I couldn't tell you for the life of me when the Oscars are happening. Um, I, I think they happen at the end of this month. I think it's okay. Like, I, I just looked like, it up. The yeah. 27th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, March, March 27th. So, uh, wait. Let's talk about one that I think Bill liked and I think you liked, but I did not like. Let's talk about uh, um, Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. Yes. The Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, vehicle, uh, yeah, the the western that uh, made Sam Elliott very upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I okay. So, uh, so yes, my... yes, Sam. There were homosexuals and all kinds of people <laughs> in the Wild West, and Jane Campion is a as a fantastic director, and she. Uh, what does she know about the West? Well, she could read a book, Sam. <laughs> so so yeah. I, I didn't like the movie before I heard Sam's take on it. Right, right. <laughs> but my my dislike of the movie it, like is the things on paper. I, I really I think I told you this on like Instagram or something. I was like, if you if you wrote out all of the differing uh, like different values of this movie, and handed it over to me i'd be like oh i bet i'll i bet i'll love this thing and then you put it together and i was just like so off the bat we're gonna spoil some things here but like rope i get it i get the i get the rope oh no no but do you get the rope here let me show you some more rope and some more rope yeah no, I, jane i fucking get it i understand what you're doing yes i get the i get it no but did, are you sure because let me show you the rope again. i fucking get the rope jane move on um and, and like and and just the 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 like oh well if you aren't sure that we're talking about him struggling with his homosexuality here's some nudie mags for you Yes, I get, I get it. <laughs> Everybody gets it. I, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was maddeningly like, like, uh, I don't it know. Was, like, it like was the, telegraphed. Like, yeah, but there, a little bit. <laughs> and there wasn't enough. Like, there wasn't enough there. There, I guess. If 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 I want to use that that mm -hmm. quote for me, um, and also, I I guess I'm just sick of kind of sick of seeing people be miserable like it, like i i i feel like i fell for um the jesse plemons uh character right off the bat before things went south mm -hmm. and it's like oh this is gonna be great i love that i love jesse plemons oh yeah i love uh what's her name what is what's uh, the actress's name kirsten dunst yeah oh look mm -hmm. they're gonna have a nice thing no they are not i'm sorry mm -hmm. to inform you they are not no so that was yeah. a bummer. I don't well, know. The whole, I mean, yeah, the, I I get all that. That's that's all fair. I I think for me it was it was less about the I wouldn't even say subtext. It's kind of in your face the whole movie. Plus, they literally say it in <laughs> the description of the film. Um, but you know, I'm a sucker for um, uh, mise en scene and and atmosphere and things. So I I, I sort of treated it like. I don't know, like I would a Tarkovsky. Like I'm never gonna sit down and say like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch Andre Rublev and have a great time today." Um, but I just sort of like I, I I use this expression a lot, and I stole it from you, but um, I forget you sure? what 
yeah probably but i i i i forget what show we were talking about it might have been the expanse or game of thrones or something but you were like you're like i don't even bother with all the names and the the details i just let i just let it wash over me like yeah. uh yeah. like a shower of information i just i just enjoy be i'm just happy to be here man <laughs> and i, I kind of yeah I yeah and i kind of use that as like a shorthand for you know i don't really know what's going on but i'm you know i'm happy to be here <laughs> yeah i maybe maybe it struck me maybe i was like i i think year three of a of the fucking pandemic has made me like i like i really appreciate movies with heart like mm-hmm. like coda um coda is that I, I keep telling people about that movie and man i just i love that one I and coda so, Coda had me in stitches. I actually watched that like right after I watched Power of the Dog, and oh, that's nice. That's a it good... was a it was a nice relief. It's um, like, like it, uh, yeah, it, it, it's like doing heroin right after cocaine or something. <laughs> or wait, yeah. maybe it's the other way around. Uh, I don't know. It's like doing more heroin after doing a different kind of heroin. I don't know. I don't Ooh. do drugs. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I don't know what I'm talking um, about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, that that's a valid that's valid and and I was I I watched the movie without knowing that Jane Campion was the director. Mhm. And then I went back and was like, "Oh, the piano, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. You know, I don't think I've ever seen any of her movies. I don't think I've seen one with the exception of Power of the Dog. She she makes uh she kind of is one of those directors. She's almost like Daniel Day Lewis. She like disappears for a while and then comes out of comes out of nowhere. And uh I mean the piano was her big uh breakout film. And if I, I would definitely give that a watch. It's uh I I know you like Harvey Keitel just as much as the next guy, and he's really fantastic in that and a uh, little little baby Anna Paquin. I think she got an Oscar for that. It was like one of the younger, one of the youngest people to get an Oscar. Oh for, man. I didn't realize Anna for... Paquin was in that. Yeah. Yeah. A little kid. And uh, what's her face? Uh, Holly Hunter. Um, really good. Really good film. Okay. I'm back. Hey, I started my damn screensaver. This is a professional <laughs> show. This is... Um. Yeah. Yeah. So what, but where, Oh hey, uh, Peter, can I stop you for just a second? I just got a package delivered. I got to go get it before some crackhead steals it. Um, <laughs> sure. Well, I'll, I'll I'll pause the recording for our sponsors. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was a word from our sponsor or something. Um, and your package didn't get stolen. No, it didn't. Great. Very excited. Great. Uh, okay. So, but power of the dog. Man, I'm trying to pull up the nom. Here we go, nominees. So, would you? So, best picture we got: Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, Dune, Drive My Car, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, Power of the Dog, West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda. So, of these, I haven't seen uh, West Side Story. I have, um, but uh, I've seen everything else. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't seen West Side Story. Haven't seen. I haven't seen a bunch of them. I haven't seen West Side Story, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, or Drive My Car, or Belfast. Drive My Car is a sort of breakout uh, parasite. I mean, the, I would say that the Korean film industry is killing it lately, but they've been killing it for decades. We just haven't been paying attention to it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so, 
Um, yeah, that's I, definitely a uh, definitely a contender. I think. So, uh, Bill and I talked about this. Sorry, a a J- Japanese film industry. I don't know why I was in Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Japanese film. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Bill and I talked about this last time. My take on Don't Look Up is similar to how I felt about Power of the Dog. It's like great, written well, shot well, bunch of everybody's in it who is who has ever acted in anything ever. <coughs> uh, fantastic, good screen, good like screenwriting, mm-hmm. solid point, and you put it all together. And for me, it was like it was like mannequins saying like super hyper clever words and uh and and i paused the movie and i texted bill and i said tell me the end of this are there any surprises (laughs) (laughs) i was like 20 minutes in and he's like there are no surprises i'm like we don't need to we don't need to tell the ending you and i right here but he told me the ending and i was like great i saved myself two hours of misery um and and I think my friend uh I, I said this on the last time we recorded, but my friend uh Merv he said he watched he made it through like an hour or something and he said um he pictures it, it, it's like a certain type of person loves that movie who shares things from um from like fuck yeah science but doesn't bother to like double check to see if it's accurate. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then when they get called out, they go, well, it's an interesting theory to think about, though. Yeah. Oh, those I are the know. worst. I, I just didn't yeah. like it. How did how did that movie hit you? It, uh, neither way. I, I I think you're right. It, it, the, the components, uh, if they were individuated on their own, are fine. I mean, Adam McKay is competent, um, and all those actors are great. Uh, it's just my my beef with it. Is that it's it's just too fresh, um, and not in the, not in the way that you know your grandmother would say stop being fresh, but like fresh in the way that it's just that that sort of oeuvre uh, that he has sort of uh, uh, created Adam McKay of like looking at things like The Big Short, which is that was all almost too fresh too, um, but this is like attitudes that are present now it's like uh the the facebook movie just it happened it was made like four years after facebook uh was created i think we need a lot more perspective on these things before we can start to satirize them you know two and a half hour film and i don't i, I was like you know whatever with it yeah it didn't do anything for me yeah i i i feel like um has adam mckay has he won an oscar adam i'm googling that adam i don't know i think McKay. he's uh been nominated i mean for like big short and stuff like that but um uh, maybe cheney list, uh, list of awards and nominations received uh, academy so yeah so he was nominated for best director for the big short mm-hmm. um and he was nominated for best picture for vice and now he's nominated for best picture for Don't Look Up. It, it, they might they might give it to him just to be like, you know, it, it's it, it's kind of Oscar Beatty in a way. It's like all, all of these stars, and it's about it's about this like prescient issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and they might decide it's time for him. Uh, I I don't know, man. If I'm like, what did your letterbox say about um? Your letterbox said something about 
about uh, Coda. You said if if the the guy from Coda doesn't win Best Actor, you're going to set your hair on fire. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah, being like, dramatic. Yeah, that's I mean the way that I was uh, too, man. It's yeah. it, it's just Bill. Bill told me his his critic or criticisms that he heard about Coda were that they um, the detractors said that it put too much agency into the hands of the person who could hear and like the 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 sort of hot takes about the movie were that they were like well the the point of the movie is to is to say look these these uh deaf people need a hearing person in their lives and i don't think that's an accurate maybe i'm maybe my blinders are up but i don't think that's accurate for the movie do you no yeah i i, th I mean there's uh there are scenes and there are i, I think they those individuals, the parents, I don't think that they um, needed that. Uh, they just were used to it. And, and I think in that community uh, where they're the only uh, uh, deaf people um, or family, I guess, besides the daughter, um, that that was handy and useful when interacting with people who can't sign. Um, and I wasn't sure if, if uh, they were reading lips at any point. Um, I but... think they could a little bit. I think I think. Maybe, maybe the sun could, sun yeah. Could. But in my, yeah. in my mind, you could have substituted that, like, it, it could have just been anything. Like, like those parents, it wasn't really about the, the, the deafness to me. It was more about, like, hey, we're, we're going to just assume that our daughter will have all this emotional labor surrounding the family and we're, we're just going to assume that they will that our daughter will always be doing this for us and, and it, it that's, been that's not even just the hearing thing yeah it, it's it could have been they could have all been hearing and it could have just been about we expect our daughter to be a fisher person like we are right it just and that's the kind of thing you see in places like i, I think they were what in massachusetts or um yeah yeah maybe like town. on on the cape or something and uh yeah that happens all the time. You, you, you know, where your, your, your dad's a barber. So you're going to be a barber, or, you know, your, your yeah. mom and dad are, are, are fishers. You're going to be a, a fisher too. Like um, the, the deafness was, it was a value add, I think. And it was, I thought it was great that they had actual deaf actors, which, you know, doesn't happen often. Right. Um, right. Even the, it, like even uh sound of metal from, you know, a few years back or whatever, they, mm -hmm. the, the guy, the guy playing the deaf actor was a child, a child of a deaf adult in that movie, mm -hmm. but he was playing somebody that was deaf. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this one very clearly it's not. There are deaf actors out there, so hopefully people won't be like, I don't. Well, know yeah, and the, the mother was Marley Matlin, who won an Oscar years ago, and she's been deaf her whole life. Um, yeah, and uh, so she she was like the only one that anyone could think of, like think of a deaf actor. And just in the last few years, I mean, there's her, there's the guy that played her husband, there's, I mean, pretty much the whole supporting cast of Sound of Metal, I think, were actual deaf actors. And uh, like you said, the, the guy that was his mentor, um, I think he actually did have hearing loss, but for a different reason. But yeah, he was a child of deaf adults, and so he knew how to sign, at least, and and I think that was appropriate. So um, the, uh, the puppeteers of the movie industry are actually doing some due diligence in, in hiring people that are not just playing a deaf person, but actually are deaf. Yeah. So that's, that's refreshing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know that, that I, I know like the, 
the comparison Bill Bill and I talked about last time was uh, people say the movie's formulaic. Like, oh, it's there's there's a montage scene of her rehearsing and there's a there's a recital scene. Um, I was like, yeah, and it works and it's great. It's, it's sometimes uh, sometimes those formulae work because <laughs> they they work. It's like when someone says, oh, it's a cliche. And I'm like, it's a cliche because it's true. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that is a cliche, at least uh, from the direct translation isn't supposed to mean that it's 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 like facile or pedantic that it just is like oh this is just a universal truth and right. like those formulas they actually work really well like uh, we were talking about uh you know the new picard and uh and oh, i mentioned man. how people were like oh it's so plotting and slow and like i told you like some of my favorite episodes of, of next gen are just the formulaic uh you know uh trying to think of something uh, uh that i uh, i've been you know i always have i put on pluto tv and just let the <laughs> The, the next generation channel go um, i kind of like it better TV. i like it it's it's just wall-to-wall next generation boots commercials which i actually kind of prefer um but uh yeah there's so many episodes of that uh, where it's just uh you know sort of a, a routine day-to-day thing and there's like no adventure no one shoots a phaser um you know wesley falls in love with uh ashley judd and uh oh, they have right. a little they have a little tiny adventure but like nothing exciting really um and I, yeah. that's some of my favorite stuff is I'm like, oh, this, you know, this is just a nice. And, and you, you, you let it wash all over you. Like uh, I let the, uh, the characters in Coda, the dad and mom, especially just their humor and, and everything just wash all over me. And whether it was formulaic or not was just incidental. I was like, oh, I don't give a shit. I'm just enjoying these people so much. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it was great. And that, and that actress, um, I think it, Amelia something, the daughter. The daughter, mm. Amelia Jones. Mm. Um, yeah, she's just apparently she didn't, she wasn't a singer before the movie, so she learned, and she didn't know how to do um, American Sign Language before the movie, so she learned how, like, here learn American Sign Language, here learn, wow. learn singing. Like, I did not realize charming, that. Charming as hell, man. I just, I was into it. Um, that, that's my vote for. I hope it gets best pick. I think Power of the Dog will probably get it, but I mean, I I had a lot of fun with. I'm just looking at the best picture list. Like, I mean, my uh, of course I love Dune. I don't think it's gonna win anything, um, so except you, for like technical awards. You yeah, know? Yeah, I mean the so my 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 take on Dune is maybe it's not an original take. Like it, it looks it looks great, but um. It kind of felt like a bunch of video game cutscenes put together. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> and, way of describing. And um, and I mean, it's it's fine, but but I it, nobody I felt like nobody I felt like was acting together in in that movie. Was, yeah, and I you know like, it's it's also like the it's also like it was uh, two and a half hours of setup um, and world building um yeah yeah and, which and, is you know i mean you, i don't think you can fault i i don't want to fault the movie for being the thing that it is right like i don't want to mm-hmm. be like oh well here's the fault of a science fiction movie like it's a science fiction movie it is what it is but mm-hmm. the source material for dune i just don't think holds up anymore it's just like this kind of like plodding like 
like messiah story but i know i know later on they it's like this big twisted like big twisty head thing where it's like oh but was he the messiah after all i get it yeah they're not they're not <clears throat> going to make i assure you they will not make three movies for every dune book that will not happen we will not get to the point where we see timothy chalamet turn into a fucking uh dune slug like yeah, it's not his, going to happen. What his uh, was it? Paul's son, son Paul's son ended something. up being the, the super duper big whoopee uh, uh, universe monster guy, and uh, Paul just turns out to be an asshole. We're, uh, yeah, we're not. We're not. Even, <laughs> we're not going to get. There. We're not going to get there. So no. the story that realistically, the story that we're dealing with is just this white savior story, and the and I don't know. Like there, there are these little things that that happens sometimes to me for these like sci-fi stories where if if somebody tells me like just they're uh they're like one sentence ruiners Mm -hmm. like an example um i remember talking to bill about the game of thrones books back before the series was out and i was like oh are you reading these books i'm really enjoying these books and uh he ruined he ruined it for me but he was right (laughs) I, I was because I was sort of trying to like plod through the book and he goes they're pretty boring right like it's it's just people in rooms talking for most of those books. I remember I think we were actually having this conversation together because I call it game of meetings and it, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally totally... it's just meetings it's it's like it's constant like... it's like it's like a yeah I mean you could uh, and I mean I enjoy the show I do the same thing like I'm saying I just I enjoy all the uh, yeah. I'm like a cat with some of these things. Like I do the same thing with Mandalorian and all that. I'm like, I just like that there's sounds and lasers yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. and, you know, I like to see the dragons and I like to see the zombies and Game of right. Thrones and the sword fighting. But I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people yeah. are. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't get into like the, the like mind, the like Charlie day mind map meme or whatever. Yeah. With, with yeah. Game yeah. Of Thrones stuff. That's a waste yeah. of time. But he said that to me and, and I like, I was like, no way. And then I go back to reading the book that I was in the middle of. And I was just like, he's totally right. He's totally right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the, the, the ruiner for Dune for me was, yeah, it's just all about oil. It's just oil. It's just a big metaphor for oil. And mm-hmm. Paul Atreides is the, is the U S or, or Western people. And then once, once I think about it in terms of that, and it's just like, well, uh, <laughs> like yeah and okay. I, I think it's it's you have you have, a, you have these books like dune that are enshrined at this point where they're uh people don't like to, at least the masses don't like to uh, or the people that love them so much that don't have any interest in reassessing them uh over time and uh i don't love any book so much where i'm not gonna be like you know what actually this is dog shit and uh maybe I was wrong 15 years ago for loving it and or not wrong, but like maybe I need to reassess why I liked it at the beginning and, and uh, what it means, you know? Yeah. But I feel like what they could have done with Dune is what, um, what the Coen brothers did with Macbeth, which is that movie, which I can't believe it wasn't nominated for best picture. Or I guess the Coen brother, I should have said. Yeah, it was just um, Joel, right? Now, or yeah. Ethan, one of them. I don't, I don't know. But like, make it a racially diverse um, Atreides group. Like, yeah, 
and because who gives a shit the the story will still hold up you don't have to cast all of these like it then it then it will distance us greatly from this like here come the white people over to the over to the, uh, the people of color's planet oh could like, you imagine the the fanboys of dune that would have uh, pooped their pampers if uh if paul was black like oh my god i'm sure I, they were they were probably upset that uh thufir hawat was that the black dude from uh what was that show with uh nick offerman and the the computer people oh uh, oh uh uh devs i just watched devs. that I, I finally got i finally watched that I devs really is that. uh I, I enjoy it. it was it's spooky i haven't yeah. been able to rewatch it because uh oof something about it and there's nothing really like intrinsically spooky it's just it, the the, the tone of devs is like Ugh. it's it's terrifying really, <laughs> it's dark as shit yeah um but yeah so like uh that that would be uh verboten for them it's like uh, one of my favorite books um that i have revisited and it still holds up uh, uh oddly it's my favorite fantasy series is the earth sea um, oh yeah novels. yeah oh i just and, i i've just this past year i've never read them before and i just this past year listened to all the audiobooks oh they the audiobooks are great i i yeah. uh, started one of uh, the, the first book but like they tried to make those into movies before and, and the only time they've done it was a horrible sci-fi channel mm. original series with like just nasty 2002 cgi and they whitewashed it because in the book um the main character ged is dark-skinned like right dark, like that whole his whole village and that whole part of that world are all dark-skinned mm -hmm. and the the weird uh i think karaks they're called or something they're like these nasty pirates that come out of nowhere and attack everybody they're all white and mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. she did this in the 60s and mm -hmm. uh, and uh and we'll i mean we'll probably never see a version of that um come to screen where you know god forbid the 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 the, the lead cast it's like when people shit their pants because uh, idris elba played uh a Norse god and and Thor. Oh yeah, um, but maybe that maybe that stuff is sort of changing a bit because we got we got that David Copperfield movie, right? Is that was that it? David Copperfield, the one with uh, De was it Dev Patel that was in that? Oh, what, what am I thinking of? Um, uh, David Copperfield movie, not the magician um yeah personal history of david copperfield i have not seen that but yeah dev patel oh he's great yeah it's um and and it's written and directed by armando iannucci the um that that uh yeah he did uh, in the loop in, in the in, loop and veep and uh all those space yeah. movie or a space show yeah oh uh, avenue five yeah it, it's it's like a nice thing it's a nice thing but the um it, it I, I wouldn't be like oh it's it's amazing but but they just cross cast all over the place like mm -hmm. they just give no shits about like oh let me explain why i'm using dev patel like there's no need there's there is zero need in these things to to even give it a second thought i think um i mean right. i guess i guess somebody could say like oh well that's just um that's just uh, 
uh, being like quote unquote colorblind when people say that, oh, well, I'm colorblind. It doesn't matter. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is just being like, oh, well, we don't have to talk about race because we don't have to talk about race. I don't think so. I think in these, in these worlds that are fiction anyway, um, I think we can just cast people in, in whatever we want to. Yeah. If, if you're not trying to address it in some way, like one of my, uh, I, I'm a sucker for period drama tv so i've been watching gilded age recently which is just like american downton abbey oh and right, right, uh, right. uh they they couldn't do something like that in a show like that because they part of the show a uh, huge subject is addressing race and uh uh interaction with um a particular uh, black character and her family and right so that's important to the story and they have to see it and they have to do it but like yeah for something like this uh if you're just making a fan like david copperfield is a fantasy world on a based on a dickens novel so right just make it crazy you know <laughs> yeah it, did you see um did you see nobody that um that uh bob odenkirk vehicle oh mm-hmm. the god I love john, that. john john wick for uh, uh a working schlub yeah <laughs> it's so good it, it was like uh uh um falling down that movie falling down but but one that we <laughs> yeah. can actually rewatch and be okay with now yeah like you can you can relate to uh, bob odenkirk but no one relates so uh, to uh or well people do i'm sure but um you know i i would never uh trash a guy's store because a coca-cola cost a dollar <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it, it's a thing that that hasn't aged quite so well and this and um yeah but, but in uh in nobody you know spoiler alert but his you know his brother is um the rizza yeah right? mm-hmm. um, from wu-tang and then there's you don't i just love that the, there's no stupid explanation we don't need an explanation yeah i'm just like, like ooh, riz is in this great yeah they're <laughs> brothers well yeah. oh but uh but, but how can whoa, a black whoa, guy whoa. be the brother of a white guy there are probably 1000 combinations of why they're a brother like uh, and and it's not important to the story and not their brothers the and it was great yeah yeah and their their dad is christopher lloyd and it's it was just a lovely little family i'm sure <laughs> oh man i just I, I it's the best kind of popcorn uh action movie it's just this nice little super short um it was shot well um the I mean, action scenes were oh yeah great that like, scene fantastic. in the bus could have that scene in the bus could have been in just a short oh. film in and of itself i mean oh man that scene <laughs> in the bus it's just it's so good so good and yeah christopher lloyd being a cantankerous old guy mm-hmm. and ugh, just loved it it probably probably uh probably not gonna hit every demographic for for landing well with everybody but no uh for a stupid uh dude like me who likes action movies but likes them well done because that was really well done very well done yeah i loved it yeah um but oh well I, i mean i guess if we're just bouncing around talking about shit what about that did you watch the new picard yeah yeah that first that yeah i watched that first episode yeah. let's try to let's try to just talk about it in generalities without going even into any details i just i just thought it was great i thought like me too I, I and thought the, the pacing was I- exactly what i wanted out of a out of a tng universe thing like you and i were saying we i, I think you said discovery tries to be a little too like extreme star trek 
and and I was thinking about it. I think for me, Discovery just tries to pack in way too much. Like they're in they're in the they're in this time, then they're in the future, then they're then there's this thing that happens, and then this character gets removed, and then now mm-hmm. they're doing something else. And yeah, I think it, I I want to see. I want to see like old people in Star Trek, <laughs> which there are none in Discovery. Um, I well, like the, the the oldest person in Star Trek Discovery is uh, David Cronenberg as the uh, <laughs> that one uh, like uh, what was that what was that what was that thing that in Star Trek lore it was like Section Thirty One or whatever those like it was basically the CIA for um, yeah for the Federation like he's one of those guys and. <laughs> But that that's it. There's like no other old people. Yeah, I mean I mean Saru, uh you know Oh god, I mean he the, well, aliens don't count. Who knows how old Saru is? Right. But that actor, um oh my god, um, I can't believe I forget his name. Do you know oh, do you remember um, his name? Uh yeah, Bill is it Bill something? No. Um I'm thinking of Scarsguard. Yeah, he Let's was see. the he was the fish monster and um, He's the fish monster. Uh he was Abe Sapien. Yep. Um Let's Funny thing about him, they've only just recently let him use his own voice in movies. Um, oh, right, yeah. When he was Abe Sapien, David Hyde pierced at his voice. Um, turns out he can actually act, which <laughs> yeah, people, people weren't giving him any credit for that. Doug for Jones, time. Doug Jones, Doug Jones, right? Yeah, Ama- Yeah, he's <clears throat> great. He's great. Uh, but but him and uh, Tig Notaro are the oldest people on discovery yeah and I, I like a lot of what discovery's done they got good characters they got a you know a gay couple they've got two non-binary characters oh, and yeah. i'm like i love that and i always yeah. like to think i'm like even though this star trek originally took place before tos and before tng it's like you don't really see those types of things just because uh they were made in the late 80s and in the 60s mm-hmm. and um it's always funny in Star Trek lore because you'd assume in Next Generation there would there would be all kinds of discussion of these things, but that's just the way you know time works. But um, I I think it's nice that they that they did that and they have um, all very good characters. But it's just you're right. Like I, I I picked up Discovery at one point after having watched a couple seasons, and then I I saw the Doctor and I'm like I thought he was dead. Like what happened? Or yeah. is it like is he like a ghost of he was like the guy from another universe? And I'm just like I can't figure out it's it's Uh, really it's it it bounces around so much and and i i don't know inherently what i want out of uh star trek is i want they're my friends yes (laughs) and i I want my (laughs) friends to all be relatively okay Mm -hmm. and i want to see them chew on philosophical issues yes that that's that's the that's what i want (laughs) i like i like hanging out with uh with uh Riker and Picard and you know even Wesley sometimes but I like I, I like the, I like these people yeah and uh what whatever they do I mean they could you know sit around and just uh you know like you said talk talk philosophy or talk about the prime directive or whatever and I'm like that this is cool I'm it loving was, this <laughs> it, it always, in, like in TNG it was always such a treat when we got the the like um the like cold open of the of the uh poker like them just sitting around in data's quarters or Jordy's quarters or whatever playing poker playing poker or you know yeah, uh, riker's playing out. playing the trombone for some reason you know so <laughs> it's so cheesy um and it's great yeah 
but I just inject that stuff into my veins, as they say. Did, okay, yeah. and speaking of, I guess we're just bouncing around like crazy over here. Have you watched Mythic Quest? Uh, I, I've seen like the first three episodes. I got distracted by something else, but yeah, I'm so. Oh, it's it's worth sticking around for. And no, I, I I love uh uh I love what I've seen so far, and uh, F. Murray Abraham is the the George R. R. Martin type is just fantastic. <laughs> I love it when he's in stuff like uh when he was in what the most recent season of curb and uh you know as the 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 outfit tracker or whatever oh that's right uh, the outfit tra- <laughs> i mean what i didn't realize what i wish somebody would have like grabbed me by the shoulders and said is that megan gans who used to work for community and then left after she and um she used to write on community and then she left after dan Harmon. um said some shitty things some shitty like sexual things to her which is he is wont to do because he's kind of a scumbag yeah but the nice resolution to that is he did an entire podcast episode where he apologized to her publicly Mm -hmm. and privately and he talked about what went on and then megan said like she said listen to that podcast episode this is a master class in how you apologize to somebody we're we've we've reconciled and we're good um but community is another example of like i i want to hang out with these like i ultimately give me shows where it's hanging out with these people that i like that's and, uh, why one of my one of my favorite shows my my buddy kirsten at work uh uh we we were kind of like the two pop culture fuckwits at uh at the at the library and uh we were watching more or less at the same time halt and catch fire which is one of my oh i need to watch that i haven't seen that so underrated but it's 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 uh it's just you know after the show ended she literally said she goes oh man matt i miss my friends <laughs> and i'm like yeah me too i'm like because we were watching it during the pandemic and uh uh it was really just that like there's not a lot of action they're just talking about computers and shit and you're hanging out with with you know gordon and cam and all these people and it's just like cool I, I like this and it's it has exciting points and it has twists but i like a show like that and i think i mentioned this the other day in a in a chat is that one of the reasons that shows like i mean the x-files and and next generation are so appealing to me is that they have long seasons and they have time to breathe where you can have you know the monster of the week episode or in one of my favorite episodes of next gen is just has nothing to do with anything they just go to a planet that's uh, a, an old casino uh, based on some astronaut's book he was reading and nothing interesting happens at all. <laughs> yeah. And it has nothing to do with anything else in the Federation. There's no plot thread. There's no Romulans. There's nothing like that. And that, that kind of, you can't do that with a show now like discovery or these that have like 10 episodes a season or something, because they're cramming all this shit into these it, small packages, you know? Yeah. They're trying to be these like, like super heavy, uh, prestige tv shows when mm-hmm. when here, here, as you were saying that here's here's my theory i feel like people are gravitating towards podcasts the same way people used to gravitate towards sitcoms because mm-hmm. every week you'd have like a million episodes and it'd be like oh well i'm gonna see what desi and lucy are up to or whatever and every episode didn't need to be like like a Cuban Missile Crisis or whatever. It's just, yeah. it was like, oh, well, <laughs> what nonsense are they getting up to? And now, and I feel like people 
don't put as much pressure on podcasts anymore. Like if you like your people that you tune into, sometimes they'll be good. Sometimes they'll be like, oh yeah, well, I listened to Todd Glass for three hours. I have no idea what he said at the end of it, but it was nice to hang out with Todd Glass for a bit. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, yeah, I like I like TV shows that, that are like that too. It's It's that Abed speech from Community where he said like, Sometimes TV is sometimes TV is just TV. You want to hang out with your friends. It can be okay for it to have an off week. It can be mm-hmm. okay for it to be boring. Um, there are yeah. some really shitty episodes of the X Files that I will skip over and always do. But uh, <laughs> well, you know, like TNG also TNG. There are some real real stinkers in TNG. Yeah. Um, uh, I always think of that last episode of the first season where they find those people frozen and. Uh, uh, they're like trying to do two an A plot and a B plot at the same time, and it just doesn't work out. But oh, it was that the one where there's like a cowboy who who is frozen? Well, there's there's like there's like this. Uh, he was like, oh man, my liver was about to pop before they yeah. put me in, and yeah. he's telling Data, he goes, Data, how about how about uh, you replicate me a guitar and we have ourselves a party? That guy, yeah, that guy <laughs> who's and been da- in everything. I forget. Oh what yeah, and, and yeah. Data's asking Riker. He goes, excuse me, sir, what is a hometown piggy or whatever? Like he doesn't understand. Right. <laughs> right. Um. So I wanted to uh, also bounce off that by saying I do like those compressed uh, short seasons of shows, but I like it when it's a show that I know is going to be over and it's just mm. going to be like a season. Like I, the, what comes to mind, I'm looking at some of the things I've been watching TV wise, but there's a show that came out recently called Archive 81, um, mm. which is based on a podcast. Um, but it was a short, uh, let me see. Uh, eight episode series limited series um about uh and this hits home with me because it was it's about an audio archivist uh, an av archivist um who you know works for a company that repairs tape and he gets hired by this sort of shady company to repair all these audio tapes and uh vhs that were found in a, in a building fire and he unlocks a mystery and da, 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 da. um but that uh that type of thing when i know that this is it I'm going to get it and I'm going to solve the mystery and it's going to be over and there's not going to be archive 82 and archive 83 or whatever. Um, that I like that when it's just a little, uh, mm-hmm. and it, to me, it, to me, it just feels like a, like a Bella Tar movie. Like it's eight hours long and you know, I, but I just watch it in eight parts. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. You know? Um, yeah. The, the, um, that new movie or new show on, um, Apple TV is really good with um, man names. Sometimes I just can't pull out Adam Scott, the severance. Um, yeah. That's, that's on my list of, to watch. Yeah. I, I it's, it, it's my favorite TV show that is out right now. It's so, it's so good. It's so, so good, but it, it's, it's like you say, there, there's going to be an end of, of this it, i suspect it will be very short mm-hmm. um great characters um christopher walken in like a subdued role it's is cool um what's his name jesus from uh, big lebowski what's his name john turturro mm-hmm. he he's in it too in a in a cool like subtle subtle role it's it's so good if if um if you like thinking about the idea of work, like oh man, it's it's so good, it's so good. Um, yeah, it's on my I, I definitely on my to watch. I had to, 
I, I blasted through so many shows. I just finished Yellow Jackets, which is really good. Um, what are you tracking your TV with? Because we can't use our beloved letterbox. No, I just I I just keep a a Google spreadsheet of it. Google you know, I, yeah. And um, the Peacemaker was fun. Oh my god, I loved man. That was that. Was I was great. I was I was talking to my boss because my boss and I also watch all the same stuff and. We were we had a desk shift the other day and we were just catching up on TV stuff together and um, I asked him how he liked Peace, Peacemaker and he was like oh I loved it, it was super great and uh, I told him I'm like you know what I hate to say this Shay but uh, I think the one character there that I most identified with was his uh, sociopath uh, yeah. sidekick yeah where he's where he's, <laughs> he's he's I mean to me I I love all the characters uh, Danielle what's her face that plays the um, the uh, she's like the the newbie that. Mm -hmm. betrays them um tasty from orange from orange is the new black yeah she's everyone's fantastic that show but that goofy fucking uh just psychopath who's worried about not using duct tape to hurt their skin but he's okay with shooting a kid in the head like (laughs) (laughs) that he's so much fun (laughs) the the writing in that show is so smart and so good and it like like it has re like reasonable within within the the realm of the universe like stakes that like go forward and make sense Mm -hmm. and it's like the 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 places where it's shot it actually like has some sort of coherence as far as like oh they're here they need to get across this thing and go to that thing whereas the mandalorian or see i'm calling it the mandalorian it wasn't even that the stupid book of boba Boba fett is just like 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 balls bouncing in from like all directions. Yeah, I have like, I have strong happened? feelings about Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I, I I like the uh, like I said, I like all the gleep glops and the the shoot 'em uh, yeah, ups yeah, and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But like, but <laughs> there's this uh, podcast I listen to, and they they do they go over these like they did the Mandalorian, and then they're they're doing Picard now. But they also did Book of Boba Fett, and they were like, they're like, I don't know if I'm okay with this crime lord like saving lives and being nice. I'm like, I want him to I want him to like. There's the Steven Steven Root character, and like, why didn't they just shoot him in the fucking head? And I'm like, I know, like, why didn't he just shoot him in the fucking head? <laughs> the 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 meta conversation behind that story, I think, is, I think here here's here's what I think happened. Whether or not it actually happened, this is this is what it seems like happened behind the scenes. They go to John Favreau and they say, um, like before all of this stuff happens and they go we want to give you like a, a star wars vehicle what do you like i really like boba fett if everybody we could do a does. boba yeah. fett story that's what i would do and and then john favreau himself probably stopped and goes well but we already we kind of killed boba fett off and he's got like all that clone baggage and stuff now so i don't think we can ever do boba fett again i have an idea let's make somebody that is what we want boba fett to be and we'll call that guy the mandalorian and yes. then we'll have our Boba Fett back because this is what everybody wants Boba Fett to be. And then they they were probably like, "That's a great idea. We'll just make we'll just make this guy as the new Boba Fett, and then we'll just kind of forget about Boba Fett." And then somewhere along the way, somebody raised their hand in the writers' room, and they were like, "Hey, can we just do Boba Fett too?" Hey guys, <laughs> what about Boba Fett? I really like Boba. Can we do Boba and Fett like, again? Um. <laughs> and then they go, "Okay, well, how would we do that?" Uh, I guess we bring him back. Yeah, yeah, let's bring him back. I guess he takes over Jabba's stuff. 
okay, fine. Yeah, fine. This is just, and then, but now all of the good parts, all everything that we've loved about Boba Fett is now transposed over to the Mandalorian. So, but like, it's just this ad hoc thing now that yeah, that, it feels like a it feels like a skin tag, and it doesn't even it doesn't gel with me. Like I really like I love I love the last couple episodes of Book of Boba Fett because it was just Mandalorian. And yeah, it was he, man, it was just Mandalorian, and he shows up in that that uh, that meat factory or whatever. And he literally cuts a guy in half and then for, after he's dead, cuts his head off just for good measure and walks out with it. And this is the same guy that is also in love with a little tiny green monster. Right. And that's why that's I same reason I like that. Uh, what was his what's his name? The the sidekick and peacemaker the he's the vigilante vigilante, like the yeah. same sort of like, well, I'm chopping this guy's head off, but also I'm really sweet, too. And I love this little monster. And like that is cool. But like Boba Fett is just doing uh, he's doing nothing you know yeah uh, what you say though is is correct like the minute i it's not something i need to scratch the surface on you're right Mm. i need to just i need to just look over at the pretty colors yeah (laughs) and there's a gleepy gloppy and then there's like a schmeek schmeek schmop and they and they're like bouncing against each other and you know what like whatever the music's fine and it's fine and whatever like it if if i it's just the minute that i start to be like oh well let me just let me just scratch this little this little blemish off of this thing and then like it's a supporting it's it turns out the thing that i was scratching off is like a supporting wall and then now i'm now i'm in a room with like the ceiling caved in yeah it's like uh <laughs> ripley it's, it's like ripley when she's washing newt's face and she Gets the cocoa off her. She's like, oh, I made a clean spot. Now you've done it. And it's yeah. like she's got to do the whole face now. Um, right. Uh, but, but then Newt, Newt was happy being dirty. <laughs> right. Newt, and, and and I think in my metaphor, uh, if she washed her face, it would just all cave in on itself. And she would be um, like, I don't know, like a she, garbage pail kid. After she, <laughs> She'd look in the mirror and realize her whole family was eaten <laughs> by aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out she ate her whole family. <laughs> oh God! There was never, back. there was never an alien. It was just a newt. <laughs> I want to, I want to see that fan film, Peter. Of, Jesus! Of, it turns Christ. out Newt was just a, a fucking little like the retcon. They're gonna retcon it. Newt, it turns out, was the was the the alien queen all along. Yeah, the, I'm gonna start a Reddit feed. It's just the truth about Newt. <laughs> And her, uh, what she did to her family. Stop caring. <laughs> stop caring about Newt. <laughs> she somehow turned an actual human baby into that doll head. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! This character yeah. is no longer cute to me. Yeah, uh, Jesus, Newt. Why is this doll head filled with human teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Do not like that. <laughs> exactly. Oh. All right, man. Well, this this has been an hour. Maybe we should wrap her up. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's been a good uh, good year for movies, uh, uh, TV and all that. I liked. Uh, I you know my my favorite. I think, and this is probably unpopular, but my favorite movie of the year so far is um, just for like atmosphere and my interest. Uh, I had a great time with Nightmare Alley. People are like, oh, it's so boring, but I'm like, oh, this no. is carney shit is so cool i no, love it I, yeah i i loved i i loved nightmare alley but 
again, I'm 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 it becoming... does stag in the middle a little. Um... I I could watch Guillermo del Toro like if if he made something just with zero plot, I would watch it because it it looks great. But I just wish it was a little more. I know the point of it is supposed to be bleak and it is a tragedy. So again, I don't want to like. I don't want to shit on the thing for being the thing that it is, but uh, me, you know, in the middle of this pandemic, which hopefully we're on the tail end of, it's just like, could, can you give me, can you give me like a little, just give me, give me the end where he <laughs> is okay. Um, because in the original, they have like a, a one and a half minute resolution to the original movie is mm -hmm. that he's fine. It, yeah, I haven't I haven't finished the book. The book is fucking bleak as shit. Like uh when was a book written? Uh just a few years before the, the movie came out with 48. Uh the book's like 46, maybe oh, just after okay. the war. And he, the writer, William uh Lindsay Gresham, he actually uh he like a lot of young men in the 30s volunteered to to fight with the loyalists in the Spanish Civil War. And he uh mm. he went over there and he met a guy who used to be a carney. So he I, I, it's taken me so long to read because I have to stop and Google terminology mm. so much because they, it is just uh, littered with actual like carny slang that I don't have any relation to. But oh, it got uh, it got released as a uh, NYRB. That's pretty cool. Ah, yeah. Um, New, New York Review of Books. I like their. They have like pretty cool books. Yeah, I actually I almost checked it out from the library and realized that I had it in one of those Library of America you know, 1930s noir collections that I, I pick up oh, I from time I to have, time. I think I have, I got, now I'm curious. Wait, this book's right over here. I want to see what's in this thing. Okay, yeah. I have this American noir yeah, it's in one of the. If there's a picture of a gas station on one of the books, it should be in that. Oh yeah, it is in this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely uh, give it a read. It's. Uh, I mean, it's yeah. you know it's pretty good sized, and it's um, it's. I mean, you'll start to pick up very quickly on how the movies deviate from the the story, but. Uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. It's very good. They shoot horses, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I've I've got this as a gift. And I have not read anything in it, not not a single thing. I got this maybe 10, 15 years ago. The crime novels, American noir of the nineteen thirties and forties. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think that that about wraps her up. All righty. Okay. Uh, the sign off is: we say, stay by your apparatus. Stay by your apparatus. <laughs>